This is ASIN, the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism. To find out more, visit asin.ac.uk. trying to work out how governing is done through education. 
So I'm interested in the ways in which education systems, the relations within them, act to govern populations and promote and manage particular versions of citizenship or civic identity. So nationalism comes into this frame, but it's kind of, for me, coming rather late, it's coming slant-wise, in that what I was trying to struggle with was the concept of Europe and education, uh, and European education policy space, the notion of the European community as a policy-making entity in education, which of course is not how the political scientists see it at all, um, and indeed you will know that policy in education is preserved, defended by the nation-states. So, in terms of the work that I do, it doesn't it doesn't sit very comfortably with political science approaches to Europe. It focuses on those informal relations, soft powers, that the tradition uses to create a landscape. It focuses on things like the use of data to measure progress, um, performance across the nation states and the communities. And it makes the argument about governing from there that, in fact, when you measure something, you're creating it, you're calling to be in, you're making a landscape that you can see, and therefore govern. So that's my main interest, and it was in working in this field with colleagues, and I'm going to use the term we about my work, and I mean by colleagues. Um, with colleagues, my work has been directed at comparative studies using this kind of thinking under the different nation states within the European community. Negotiate with the Commission. How do people work with the Commission or against it? How do they move between the Commission and their national um, policy-making processes? That, that sort of thing. And nationalism kind of crept in. The more work I did on Scotland in particular, the more nationalism seemed to be an, an element in the picture that needed to be addressed. But I'm self-taught in relation to nationalism, so I'm, I'm kind of relying on you to help me think about this topic. I can't claim that I have expertise in the field, though of course I've been honing up on my reading. Really interesting, I just went into Waterstones because I had a few minutes to spare and looked at the um, bookshelves on nationalism nothing about the UK. Um, and under the political science, there's absolutely nothing about the UK. Who's So, yeah, big argument that I'm making, I use the title, Crafting the Narrative. In my um, first slide, and crafting the narrative is a phrase that was used to us when we were researching um, the workings of the Scottish government between 2007 and 2009 by Nicola Sturgeon, who's a deputy first minister of Scotland. And she used it, and all the senior members of the Scottish government use it quite subconsciously. They're aware of the fact that they're making a story. Um,
the first seminar in the series this year entitled Nationalism in Education. So over the course of the two terms, um, we hope to bring together eight or nine different seminars to be on this topic. Um, just a brief note about ASIN for those of you who aren't affiliated with LSE. Um, if, you have, if you haven't heard of us before, ASIN is essentially the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism, and it's a student-run association. Um, we have two scholarly journals, we do the seminar series, and then the most exciting thing we do probably is our conference in the spring. This year's theme is Nationalism and Belonging, in the April 1st through 3rd, and the call for papers is still open until November 30th, so you're interested. <coughs> Tonight, very happy to welcome Professor Jenny Oska. She's joining us from Oxford University, where she's a professor of sociology of education. Her research focuses on education and social policy within and across the UK and in the context of Europeanization of education. Um, tonight, her talk is entitled Crafting the Narrative of Independence, the SNP, Education, and the Political Work of Governing. Um, very happy to have her. Please join me in welcoming Professor Jack. Thank you. Um, I don't really want to stand up and lecture at you, but you've distributed yourself all over the room, so I really better stand up so you can hear me. Um, assuming that you want to. Uh, I'm really, really pleased that you asked me to come. It's very nice to hear see that there is an interest from specialists in nationalism in the field of education. The field of education is, I think, kind of firewalled by educationists who don't really like intruders and who don't, as a consequence, necessarily make the interest to the governments in other countries that really would be of use and interest to them. So, although my title is right up, literally, as about Scotland, I know that's a bit of a minority interest. Indeed, I have been going to empty rooms trying to talk about Scotland, um, especially in England, I have to say. And what I'm trying to persuade you of here is that, A, education is a really interesting field for the study of nationalism and for the application of concepts drawn from political science and the sociology of nationalism to a field of inquiry. And it's a very neglected field in, in, in that respect. It's very little work that's really engaging with education, schooling, systems of education and nationalism. There's work on the curriculum, but that does tend to be rather focused on the context and not on the process and relations. Um, so, education first as a, as a field for, of study for you, I think is a good one. It needs um, the influx of ideas from other fields. And Scotland, well, I want to try and persuade you that this may be more difficult. But Scotland isn't just interesting in itself, though I think it is, um, but it actually offers an interesting way of thinking about nationalism as a, as a governing project. And I think this is quite unusual, so that's really what I'm going to spend the first part of my talk um, attempting to explain the way in which the Scottish National Party 
the governing party in Scotland since 2007, has used nationalism, a particular form of nationalism that I call modernized nationalism, to govern with and to create and project um, a sense of forward movement in a particular polity within the UK. So that's what I'm going to try and do. And I want to say something, again, just by way of background about where my own work sits in this. This is, this is um, a small element of my work. My particular interest is in trying to work out how education is governed. Yes, how education systems are managed um, politically. But more recently, and I think more interestingly, I'm trying to work out how governing is done through education. So I'm interested in the ways in which education systems, the relations within them, act to govern populations and promote and manage particular versions of citizenship or civic identity. So nationalism comes into this frame, but it's kind of, for me, coming rather late, it's coming slant-wise, in that what I was trying to struggle with was the concept of Europe and education, uh, and European education policy space, the notion of the European community as a policy-making entity in education, which of course is not how the political scientists see it at all, um, and indeed you will know that policy in education is preserved, defended by the nation states. So, in terms of the work that I do, it doesn't, it doesn't sit very comfortably with political science approaches to Europe. It focuses on those informal relations, soft powers, that the tradition uses to create a landscape. It focuses on things like the use of data to measure progress, performance across the nation states and the communities. And it makes the argument about governing from there that, in fact, when you measure something, you're creating it, you're calling it into being, you're making a landscape that you can see and therefore govern. So that's my main interest. And it was in working in this field with colleagues. And I'm going to use the term we about my work, and I mean my colleagues. Um, with colleagues, my work has been directed at comparative studies using this kind of thinking under the different nation states within the European community. Negotiate with the Commission. How do people work with the Commission or against it? How do they move between the Commission and their national um, policy-making processes? That, that sort of thing. And nationalism kind of crept in. The more work I did on Scotland in particular, the more nationalism seemed to be an, an element in the picture that needed to be addressed. But I'm self-taught in relation to nationalism, so I'm, I'm kind of relying on you to help me think about this topic. I can't claim that I have expertise in the field, though of course I've been honing up on my reading. Really interesting, I just went into Waterstones because I had a few minutes to spare and looked at the um, bookshelves on nationalism. Nothing about the UK. Um, and under the political science, there's absolutely nothing about the UK. 
very little work that's really engaging with education, schooling, systems of education, and nationalism. There's work on the curriculum, but that does tend to be rather um, focused on the content and not on the process and relations. Um, so, education first as a, as a field for, of study for you, I think, is a good one. It needs um, the influx of ideas from other fields. And Scotland, well, I want to try and persuade you that this may be more difficult. But Scotland isn't just interesting in itself, though I think it is, um, but it actually offers an interesting way of thinking about nationalism as a, as a governing project. And I think this is quite unusual, so that's really what I'm going to spend the first part of my talk um, attempting to explain the way in which the Scottish National Party, the governing party in Scotland since 2007, has used nationalism, a particular form of nationalism that I call modernised nationalism, to govern with and to create and project um, a sense of forward movement in a particular polity within the UK. So that's what I'm going to try and do. And I want to say something, again, just by way of background about where my own work sits in this. This is, this is um, a small element of my work. My particular interest is in trying to work out how education is governed. Yes, how education systems are managed um, politically. But more recently, and I think more interestingly, I'm trying to work out how governing is done through education. So I'm interested in the ways in which education systems, the relations within them, act to govern populations and promote and manage particular versions of citizenship or civic identity. So nationalism comes into this frame, but it's kind of, for me, coming rather late, it's coming slant-wise, in that what I was trying to struggle with was the concept of Europe and education, uh, and European education policy space. The notion of the European community as a policy-making entity in education, which of course is not how the political scientists see it at all, um, and indeed you will know that policy in education is preserved, defended by the nation states. So, in terms of the work that I do, it doesn't it doesn't sit very comfortably with political science approaches to Europe. It focuses on those informal relations, soft powers that the tradition uses to create a landscape. It focuses on things like the use of data to measure progress, performance across the nation states and the communities. And it makes the argument about governing from there that in fact when you measure something, you're creating it, you're it into being, you're making a landscape that you can see and therefore govern. So that's my main interest. And it was in working in this field with colleagues, and I'm going to use the term we about my work, and I mean my colleagues. Um, with colleagues, my work has been 
directed at preparative studies using this kind of thinking under the different nation states within the European community. Negotiate with the Commission. How do people work with the Commission or against it? How do they move between the Commission and their national um, policy-making processes? That, that sort of thing. And nationalism kind of crept in. The more work I did on Scotland in particular, the more nationalism seemed to be an, an element in the picture that needed to be addressed. But I'm self-taught in relation to nationalism. So I'm, I'm kind of relying on you to help me think about this topic. I can't claim that I have expertise in the field. So of course I've been honing up on my reading. Really interesting, I just went into Waterstones because I had a few minutes to spare and looked at the um, bookshelves on nationalism. There's absolutely nothing about the UK. Um, and under the political science, there's absolutely nothing about the UK. Who's and why? So, yeah, the argument that I'm making, I use the title Crafting the Narrative. In my um, first slide, and crafting the narrative is a phrase that was used to us when we were researching um, the workings of the Scottish government between 2007 and 2009 by Nicola Sturgeon, who's a Deputy First Minister of Scotland. And she used it, and all the senior members of the Scottish Government use it quite self-consciously. They're aware of the fact that they're making a story. Um, Seminar in the series this year entitled Nationalism and Education. So, over the course of the two terms, um, we hope to bring together eight or nine different seminars to on this topic. Um, just a brief note about ASIN for those of you who aren't affiliated with the LSE. Um, if you have if you haven't heard of us before, ASIN is essentially the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism, and it's a student-run association. Um, we have two scholarly journals, we do the seminar series, and then the most exciting thing we do probably is our conference in the spring. This year's theme is Nationalism and Belonging, it'll be April 1st through 3rd, and the call for papers is still open until November 30th, so if you're interested. <coughs> Tonight, very happy to welcome Professor Jenny Asba. She's joining us from Oxford University, where she's a professor of sociology of education. Her research focuses on education and social policy within and across the UK and in the context of Europeanization of education. Um, tonight, her talk is entitled Crafting the Narrative of Independence, the SNP, Education, and the Political Work of Governing. I'm very happy to have her. Please join me in welcoming Professor Jack. so you can hear me, um, saying that you want to. Uh, I'm really, really pleased that you asked me to come. It's very nice to see that there's an interest from specialists in nationalism in the field of education. 
by the nation states. So, in terms of the work that I do, it doesn't it doesn't sit very comfortably with political science approaches to Europe. It focuses on those informal relations, soft powers that the tradition uses to create a landscape. It focuses on things like the use of data to measure progress, performance across the nation states and the communities. And it makes the argument about governing from there that, in fact, when you measure something, you're creating it, you're it into being, you're making a landscape that you can see and therefore govern. So that's my main interest. And it was in working in this field with colleagues, and I'm going to use the term we about my work, and I mean my colleagues. Um, with colleagues, my work has been directed at preparative studies using this kind of thinking under the different nation states within the European community. Negotiate with the Commission. How do people work with the Commission or against it? How do they move between the Commission and their national um, policy-making processes? That, that sort of thing. And nationalism kind of crept in. The more work I did on Scotland in particular, the more nationalism seemed to be an, an element in the picture that needed to be addressed. But I'm self-taught in relation to nationalism, so I'm, I'm kind of relying on you to help me think about this topic. I can't claim that I have expertise in the field. So of course I've been honing up on my reading. Really interesting, I just went into Waterstones because I had a few minutes to spare and looked at the um, bookshelves on nationalism. There's nothing about the UK. Um, and under the political science, there's absolutely nothing about the UK. Close the place at why. So, yeah, the argument that I'm making, I use the title Crafting the Narrative. In my um, first slide, and crafting the narrative is a phrase that was used to us when we were researching um, the workings of the Scottish government between 2007 and 2009 by Nicola Sturgeon, who's a deputy first minister of Scotland. And she used it, and all the senior members of the Scottish government use it quite self-consciously. They're aware of the fact that they're making a story um, in the series this year entitled Nationalism and Education. So over the course of the two terms, um, we hope to bring together eight or nine different seminars to on this topic. Um, just a brief note about ASIN for those of you who aren't affiliated with LSE. Um, if, you have, if you haven't heard of us before, ASIN is essentially the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism, and it's a student-run association. Um, we have two scholarly journals, we do the seminar series, and then the most exciting thing we do probably is our conference in the spring. This year's theme is Nationalism and Belonging, it'll be April 1st through 3rd, and the call for papers is still open until November 30th, so if you're interested. <coughs> Tonight, 
very happy to welcome Professor Jenny Asta. She's joining us from Oxford University, where she's a professor of sociology of education. Her research focuses on education and social policy within and across the UK and in the context of Europeanization of education. Um, tonight, her talk is entitled Crafting the Narrative of Independence, the SNP, Education, and the Political Work of Governing. Um, very happy to have her. Please join me in welcoming Professor Jack. I don't really want to stand up and lecture at you, but you've distributed yourselves all over the room, so I really better stand up so you can hear me, um, assuming that you want to. Uh, I'm really, really pleased that you asked me to come. It's very nice to see that there's an interest from specialists in nationalism in the field of education. Education is, I think, kind of firewalled by educationists who don't really like intruders and who don't, as a consequence, necessarily make the interest to the governments and other countries that really would be of use and interest to them. So, although my title is right up, literally, as about Scotland, I know that's a bit of a minority interest. Indeed, I have been going to empty rooms trying to talk about Scotland, um, especially in England, I have to say. And what I'm trying to persuade you of here is that A, education is a really interesting field for the study of nationalism and for the application of concepts drawn from political science and the sociology of nationalism to a field of inquiry. And it's a very neglected field in, in Perspective. Very little work that's really engaging with education, schooling, systems of education, and nationalism. There's work on the curriculum, but that does tend to be rather focused on the content and not on the process and relations. Um, so, education first as a, as a field for, of study for you, I think, is a good one. It needs the influx of ideas from other fields. And Scotland, well, I want to try and persuade you that this may be more difficult. But Scotland isn't just interesting in itself, though I think it is, um, but it actually offers an interesting way of thinking about nationalism as a, as a governing project. And I think this is quite unusual, so that's really what I'm going to spend the first part of my talk. Um, attempting to explain the way in which the Scottish National Party, the governing party in Scotland since 2007, has used nationalism, a particular form of nationalism that I call modernised nationalism, to govern with and to create and project um, a sense of forward movement in a particular polity within the UK. So that's what I'm going to try and do. And I want to say something, again, just by way of background about where my own work sits in this. This is, this is um, a small element of my work. My particular interest is in trying to work out how education is governed. Yes, how education systems are 
managed um, politically. But more recently, and I think more interestingly, I'm trying to work out how governing is done through education. So I'm interested in the ways in which education systems, the relations within them, act to govern populations and promote and manage particular versions of citizenship or civic identity. So nationalism comes into this frame, but it's kind of, for me, coming rather late, it's coming slant-wise, in that what I was trying to struggle with was the concept of Europe and education, uh, and European education policy space, the notion of the European community as a policy-making entity in education, which of course is not how the political scientists see it at all, um, and indeed you will know that policy in education is preserved, defended by the nation-states. So, in terms of the work that I do, it doesn't, it doesn't sit very comfortably with political science approaches to Europe. It focuses on those informal relations, soft powers, that the Commission uses to create a landscape. It focuses on things like the use of data to measure progress, performance across the nation-states and the communities. And it makes the argument about governing from there that, in fact, when you measure something, you're creating it, you're it into being, you're making a landscape that you can see and therefore govern. So that's my main interest. And it was in working in this field with colleagues. And I'm going to use the term we about my work, and I mean my colleagues. Um, with colleagues, my work has been directed at preparative studies using this kind of thinking under the different nation states within the European community. Negotiate with the Commission. How do people work with the Commission or against it? How do they move between the Commission and their national um, policy-making processes? That, that sort of thing. And nationalism kind of crept in. The more work I did on Scotland in particular, the more nationalism seemed to be an, an element in the picture that needed to be addressed. But I'm self-taught in relation to nationalism. So I'm, I'm kind of relying on you to help me think about this topic. I can't claim that I have expertise in the field. So of course I've been pulling up on my reading. Really interesting, I just went into Waterstones because I had a few minutes to spare and looked at the um, bookshelves on nationalism. Nothing about the UK. Um, and under the political science, there's absolutely nothing about the UK. Close the press at So, yeah, the argument that I'm making, I use the title Crafting the Narrative. In my um, first slide, and crafting the narrative is a phrase that was used to us when we were researching um, the workings of the Scottish government between 2007 and 2009 by Nicola Sturgeon, who's a Deputy First Minister of Scotland. And she used it, and all the senior members of the Scottish government use it quite self-consciously. They're aware of the fact that they're making a story 
Um, The first seminar in the series this year entitled Nationalism and Education. So over the course of the two terms, um, we hope to bring together eight or nine different seminars to on this topic. Um, just a brief note about ASIN for those of you who aren't affiliated with the LSE. Um, if, you have, if you haven't heard of us before, ASIN is essentially the Association for the Study of Ethnicity and Nationalism, and it's a student-run association. Um, we have two scholarly journals, we do the seminar series, and then the most exciting thing we do probably is our conference in the spring. This year's theme is Nationalism and Belonging, it'll be April 1st through 3rd, and the call for papers is still open until November 30th, so if you're interested. <coughs> Tonight, very happy to welcome Professor Jenny Asba. She's joining us from Oxford University, where she's a professor of sociology of education. Her research focuses on education and social policy within and across the UK and in the context of Europeanization of education. Um, tonight, her talk is entitled Crafting the Narrative of Independence, the SNP, Education, and the Political Work of Governing. I'm very happy to have her. Please join me in welcoming Professor Jones. I don't really want to stand up and lecture at you, but you've distributed yourself all over the room, so I really better stand up so you can hear me, um, assuming that you want to. Uh, I'm really, really pleased that you asked me to come. It's very nice to see that there's an interest from specialists in nationalism in the field of education. Education is, I think, kind of firewalled by educationists who don't really like intruders and who don't, as a consequence, necessarily make the interest to the governments and other countries that really would be of use and interest to them. So, although my title is right up, literally, as about Scotland, I know that's a bit of a minority interest. Indeed, I have been going to empty rooms trying to talk about Scotland, um, especially in England, I have to say. And what I'm trying to persuade you of here is that A, education is a really interesting field for the study of nationalism and for the application of concepts drawn from political science and the sociology of nationalism to a field of inquiry. And it's a very neglected field in, in Perspective. Very little work that's really engaging with education, schooling, systems of education, and nationalism. There's work on the curriculum, but that does tend to be rather focused on the content and not on the process and relations. Um, so, education first as a, as a field for, of study for you, I think, is a good one. It needs the influx of ideas from other fields. And Scotland, well, I want to try and persuade you that this may be more difficult. But Scotland isn't just interesting in itself, though I think it is, um, but it actually offers an interesting way of thinking about nationalism as a, as a governing project. And I think this is 